2: Hello and welcome to episode 787 of the Vison Market Insights podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. What's going on everyone? Happy March Madness. It is great to be with you today. And this is going to be a little bit short of a pod because I got to get back to the TV, guys. Isn't this uh, one of the best times of year where uh, whether you're at the book? uh, I was at the book, obviously, last year in Vegas. This year, I'm staying in Boston. We'll be part of a big uh, March Madness party uh, in, uh, in a big show on The Sweat on Saturday. But if you're at home, you know, you know, you know what I do every uh, every March Madness. I've been doing this forever since uh, since my time back in my dorm room, and then of course, live, uh, with all my boys in Boston. But you move all your TVs, you put them in one room, you put them all next to each other. So I have my own, uh, you know, uh, my 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 own mothership here with like three different TVs going with both my computers and tablets. So it's gonna be a short pod because I gotta go sweat some of these games. Uh, but we got a lot to get to, I should say, on episode 787 today. Uh, great night les- uh, last night, guys. Four and one plus. 2.1 units, our third straight winning day. Let's see if we can keep it rolling here. Got the Clippers. They pulled away late, which was nice. The Islanders, Utah Valley and UCF, both really sharp uh, dogs there. That had really good reverse line movement in their favor. Only loss was Nevada. And that one wasn't even close because Arizona State, at one point, I think they were shooting like 80% from the field. So that was just like every shot they made, uh, you knew there was no chance with Nevada. But third straight winning day, 4-1, and one, plus 2.1 units. Uh, so far today, guys, uh, couldn't get WVU. The reason why the pod's coming out a little bit late is I was waiting and sweating West Virginia. Uh, sadly, no Shenandoah River. They had a... Pretty good lead in that one, and then just made stupid plays down the uh, down the stretch. There couldn't get any offensive rebounds. Had a shot to win it at the buzzer and could not. So sadly, WVU didn't start our day right. Uh, but the one that was unbelievable, which I had no action on. But of course, I always find myself rooting for the dog. Was Furman, man, unbelievable! Thirteen Furman taking down Virginia. Virginia had it. Uh, and Kihe Clark made a terrible mistake by turning the ball over, chucking it up, getting it, uh, getting it uh, stolen, and then a kid hits a three. You knew he was going to make it uh, to uh, to take down Virginia there. So I hope no one had WVU or Virginia going deep in their uh, deep in their brackets there. Uh, luckily, I had San Diego State advancing in most of mine uh, in the next round. So a lot to get to today, guys. Again, mention it. It's going to be a short pod here. I have a six pack for you. I have three more. Uh, March Madness games uh, for today, including another game that I don't have action on. I think I've got a lot of questions about it. I just want to mention why it's a no-play for me, so we'll get to that in a second. But then I got two bets in the NHL, and I have one bet in the NBA as well. A really fishy, fade-the-trendy-dog opportunity. So a lot to get to on March Madness Day. Uh, cannot wait to sweat games all day. It's been a great start. Uh, to the uh, to the tournament here. Uh, maybe not a great start with WVU, but a great start because I just love sweating uh, March Madness. There's absolutely nothing like it. So real quick, guys, housekeeping. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the visa newsletter, get you covered all uh, tournament long here, waking up to great sports betting content every single morning. Uh, you will get all the breakdowns as well as all the expert advice. It's VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Put in your email. You'll wake up to it every morning. Uh, then if you're looking to take that next step, get all the best bets throughout March Madness. Uh, That is VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a pro member. You'll get uh, everything that we offer there, including all the best bets, live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the great DraftKings percentages, and all the articles beyond the paywall. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Only 19 bucks for a full month of service there with all sports included. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bets. So make sure you follow at VSon Live. You can find me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vcen.com. So, I told you guys it's going to be a speed round here because I'm like, I already have like like FOMO, like heart palpitations. because so I'm like, man, I've got to do the pod, but then what's going on with my Utah State play? Like, what's going on in these other games? So, uh, we're going to run through this pretty quick so we can all get back to our games here. So, first one on the board for me college basketball. Uh, coming up next game here uh, is going to be Illinois. I'm taking a shot on Illinois, guys. It's a 430 game. It's Illinois against Arkansas. And this one really jumped out to me for Illinois. Uh, as kind of a really sharp reverse line move here, uh, as well as a super big contrarian play. So, uh, Arkansas is your eight seed. Illinois is your nine seed. Arkansas uh, has a lot of public love in their favor because they made the Elite Eight last year with Musselman. So there's a lot of uh, memory there with Arkansas playing well, and people remembering, hey, either I rode Arkansas and they uh, got me deep into the, in the into the tournament, or I bet against them and they cost me money. So I want to, uh, I'm not going to bet against them this year. That sort of thing. But what I like about this play toward Illinois, number one, is the reverse line movement. Uh, You have this line opening Arkansas minus three. Now it's down to Arkansas minus two. So why is this line dropping away from Arkansas toward Illinois when Arkansas is the huge public bet? 70% of bets are on Arkansas here. Uh, So, again, they are, number one, just a contrarian play betting against the public uh, in the best time of year to do it, which is March Madness, influx of public betting. But the other angle is, why is line going to Illinois if everyone's betting Arkansas? So we have a really sharp reverse line move to Illinois. Lines moving in their favor despite being the unpopular bet. And they're super contrarian. Your top contrarian play of the day, only getting 30% of bets. Ken Palm only has Arkansas winning by one. So if we're getting two, that's some good actionable value there. Uh, also, uh, you look at uh, Madness Dogs that have the line stay the same or move in their favor. Pretty good system match here, but I was digging up all my uh, system matches and I found this one at 60%. The last three March Madnesses. Um, and if you look at a lot of their numbers, they're pretty much the same team. Their are adjusted offense, defense. They're pretty much exactly the same here. It's just the fact that the public loves and remembers Arkansas, and they're kind of completely dismissing Illinois here. So I'm taking the plus two uh, with Illinois. Really sharp reverse line move. Everyone on Arkansas, line going to the Illini. Uh, next bet for me, I'm going with Penn State. Another dog here, guys. Let's take the points with Penn State. Now I'm holding out for a three if I can't get it. I'll take the two and a half, but I think you can wait it out and even shop around and find the three here. Uh, This is another uh, really sharp play where public's pretty much split. It's 50-50 down the middle, but whenever I see 50-50 bet splits, guys, theoretically, a line shouldn't move at all because if the tickets are even – then, again, there should be no adjustment that needs to be made. But we know that tickets and money are completely two different things. So the tickets might be 50-50, but you're getting around 60% of dollars here on Penn State. And that's why we've seen this line move toward Penn State. You had Texas A&M open as a three-point favorite. I even saw one shop, I think that was three and a half. And now the line's gotten down to two and a half. So the line's going to Penn State. It shouldn't move at all if it's even, uh, telling me that there's respect to money here on Penn State. Penn State. Now, the whole point about the three and the two and a half, if you can find a three, I'm, I'm grabbing it here. Uh, if you if you can't find a three, I would wait. It's a 9.55 game. I think you're going to get a lot of love for A&M as the, higher, as the better seed. I always get mixed up. Higher seed or, or, or lower seed? You, what you mean is the better, but uh, higher or lower, depending on the number. I know it's like kind of wonky there, but uh, anyway, I think you're going to get some love back to Texas A&M late. So if you can't get a two and a half now, I think you wait it out. And you can probably get a three. If not, if you can find a three right now, I'm just jumping on it uh, immediately here. So uh, we have a line move toward Penn state, uh, the 10 over the seven uh, again, upset uh, bonus points. If, if you take this play here and Penn state can find a way to win it. Um, I'll just take the points here again, lose by two or less. I'd love for them to win outright, but what I'm bank, banking on is kind of a fishy line move. Uh, it's always notable to me when the line moves toward the worst-seeded team. So Penn State is the 10. Why is the line moving to the 10 away from the 7? Uh, and then also you'll get you'll get uh, two things here in favor of Penn State. One is field goal percentage. They're the better shooting team, 47% versus 44%. Two is much better three-point shooting, 39% versus 33%. So that's actually 13th in the nation for Penn State. Penn State's a team that I bet on a few times they've come through for me, and I bet against them, and they made me uh, made me pay. So I kind of know this team pretty well. What I like about them is they're seniors. They're, they have four starters who are seniors, uh, including like Winter, Pickett, Funk, Lundy. Uh, these kids have been pretty good. So I, I don't think this is really going to phase them. They got to the Big Ten final and almost took down Purdue as one of the best teams in the country. So I'll take the points here. Give me Penn State. line shouldn't move at all, but all movement liability has been toward Penn State. I'm going Penn State, shop around, get Penn State at plus three. Uh, Keep on cruising. I got a total for you. I'm going to take a shot on the under in the Louisiana-Tennessee game. Uh, This one just kind of jumped out to me as uh, a pretty sharp bet split, uh, as well as a slow tempo. So this game opened Louisiana and Tennessee, a total of 136, 136 136.5. Now it's down to 135.5. So total's dropping. Uh, That's notable because tickets are even 50-50. But there's only 50% of bets on the under, but the under's taking into account 70% of the money. So that kind of jives with a low bets higher dollar, uh, big plus 20% discrepancy to this under. Uh, Again, wise line falling, 50-50 shouldn't move at all. Uh, Also, you look at Ken Palm. He's got it right at 135, so it's not a huge Ken Palm edge, but it's not like Ken Palm has a 140 luckily here. Uh, But what I like with this uh, under as well, Aside from the dip and the really good bet split to the under uh, is Tennessee's pace. They're 65.5 tempo. One of the slowest teams in college basketball, Louisiana, a little bit quicker, but still slow. uh, 68.4. Tennessee is 19, 13 and one to the under this year. Uh, It's a big spread under Tennessee is favored to win by 11. So hopefully you get a big kind of, you know, take your foot off the gas. Uh, And this is obviously a neutral court under as well. So a neutral courts, you know, uh, the lack of familiarity, the jitters, uh, first half, neutral court unders have been a, a really good play historically. Uh, so I'm going to take a shot on this under. It really just jumped out to me as a dip. Hopefully you can see this line fall even further. And, again, it's a primetime game where you're probably going to get a lot of public money there uh, going toward the over. So give me the Tennessee under. I got under 135 and a half. Now, I got a lot of questions about this game. I just wanted to mention it real quick. Um, it is, let me just find it for you. It is Northwestern and Boise. Now, the market, this is why I'm not going to play it. a lot of people are like, why didn't you talk Northwestern Boise? I'm not going to play it because on the one hand, the market tells me the play is Northwestern. Uh, This game opened at around a pick'em. I even saw some shops minus one Boise, and now you're seeing the line go to Northwestern, you know, minus one and a half, minus two. So the market is telling me Northwestern. But the reason why I'm not playing it is because Northwestern's the public play. They're getting 60%. But what I'm a little bit, bit nervous about is that Ken Palm, has Boise winning the game. So this is a Ken Palm the alarm for Boise. So it's like, how do I not take, you know, the one and a half with Boise here, but yet the market is going toward Northwestern. Ken Palm has Boise ranked higher as well. So, you know, the markets tell me Northwestern, the line move, but contrarian and value play in a Ken Palm edge tell me uh, Boise State. So anytime I see something like that, guys, it's just a no bet for me. I don't want to, you know, just disregard the line move and go with Ken Palm. I don't want to ignore Ken Palm and just blindly go with the line move. To me, if you can't line up everything, and again, nothing's ever perfect, but if you can't line it up in all all in one direction, then it's a layoff for me. I want to know that when I'm getting down on a game, I've checked off all the boxes and I've made a smart bet. I don't ever want to bet a game where there's conflicting data. So to me, Boise State, Northwestern, conflicting data. The line movement, and typically market to me is everything, is Northwestern. But again, Boise is contrarian, and Boise has a Ken Palm edge, so it's a no bet for me. So three bets here tonight, guys, in college hoops. I am on Illinois, plus two. I am on Penn State, plus three. And I'm on Tennessee under, 135.5. Keep on cruising, guys. No uh, no commercial here because i got to get back to these games and sweat a few of them. Uh, NHL, i got two bets for you in the NHL. Uh, First one here, I'm going to take a shot on the Seattle Kraken. Release the Kraken. Uh Kraken actually open uh at San Jose around a minus one fifty favorite. They've been bet up to around minus one sixty, 160, minus one sixty-five. So pretty good line movement in favor of Seattle. They match quite a few systems. Uh road favorites. Uh sweet or so let me see this. Let me get this right. Road favorite sweet spot. So if you are between uh, minus one fifty and minus two hundred and you're a road favorite, you're 84 and 39, 68% this year, 8% ROI. Uh you also have a rested road division favorite. So there's a big rest advantage here in favor of Seattle. They last played the 13th versus the 14th uh, for uh, for the San Jose Sharks. If you're a rested road division favorite, at least two days off, 68% this year, 9% ROI. Uh, road favorite versus a non-playoff team, 65%. Uh, a lot of good angles here in favor of Seattle. Uh, Seattle is 20-9 as a favorite. They're 21-9-3 on the road. San Jose is just 14-38 as a dog, 6-19-9 at home. Better offense for Seattle, 3.5 goals per game versus 2.9. Better defense, 3.2 versus 3.9. Again, talked about the rest advantage here, but also motivation. Uh, Seattle uh, is your number one wildcard team, uh, and San Jose has been uh, eliminated from the playoffs here. They traded Timo Meyer, Nick Benino. I don't know if they're officially eliminated, but they're definitely uh, nowhere close here. So uh, I'm going to back Seattle. I like this line move. I think it's a pretty good angle here. A rested team, the better team, the line movement, and the rest advantage. So I'm on Seattle. Shop around. I got Seattle minus 160 earlier today. Now they're around minus 165. Uh, one more bet for you. It's kind of a big number, uh, but I've always uh, always mentioned it. Bet Trist, not bet to win. I'm going to go LA Kings late night. Kings are at home. It's a 1030 game. I got the Kings. It's a, it's a big one. It's going to be a big one. I got them at minus 270. Um, again, you're risking your one unit trying to get – a uh, little more than a third of a unit back. But I like this line movement. You know, the Kings opened. I saw some shops, you know, as low as like minus 260. They're up to minus 270. Uh, if you look at these home faves, minus 200 or more off a win. They're 71% the last three years. Uh, the goalie matchup, I think, is a huge advantage. Phoenix Copley is supposed to get the start with the Kings. He sat the last game uh, in favor of Corpus Salo. So uh, he's been pretty good this year. Uh, his goals against, I think, is in like the mid twos. Uh, but he's rested versus Tarasev, who's a young kid for Columbus uh, who's got a goals against a 3.4. So, rested better goalie versus a uh, a kind of a tired spot with CBJ, uh, where they also, motivation wise, got rid of a lot of their good players and actually made a trade in favor uh, of the LA Kings. They gave up Corpus uh, Salo and uh, Gavrikov. But uh, you look at system matches here. Um, we talked about the Kings uh, that home fave off a win system match. Uh, But also you look at offensively 3.3 goals a game versus 2.6 defensively giving up 3.3 versus 3.7, a much better power play, 25% versus 17%. Talked about the motivational angle. The Kings are your number two team in the Pacific, uh, whereas CBJ uh, is like nowhere close to the playoffs here. CBJ, again, traded away their guys. Kings picked up guys. Uh, Columbus is 17 and 41 as a dog. They're just eight, 18 and five on the road. And the Kings are 21 and 12 as a favorite. 21-9-3 21-9-3 and three at home. So it's a big number. Uh, I mean, you could think about a puck line here, but I would hate to go to overtime and, uh, you know, win in a shootout or win in overtime. So it's a bet to risk, not bet to win one unit. Trying to get a little more than a third of a unit back. I'm going L.A. Kings, minus 270. And then last play uh, for me, guys. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on a very fishy, fishy line in the NBA. Give me the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going with the Brooklyn Nets at home. On the money line, shop around, I got them at minus 140. But they're at home against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, And this one is just screaming to me as they fade the trendy dog play. Something's going on here, something fishy. Because uh, the Sacramento Kings, who have been a big surprise this year, uh, better record, uh, obviously the the Nets traded away Durant, but they've been pretty competitive with all the the additions that they got through all the trades that they've made. But this really boils down to the data. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets are favored by two and a half. Doesn't that seem weird? You know, shouldn't the Kings be favored here? The public is all over the Kings. Uh, The Kings are getting 71% of bets, but the line continues to creep toward the Nets. The Nets opened, again, as low as a, I saw one book around a pick'em, a one, a two. Now you're up to minus two and a half. You're juiced up like you may even go to three. So all movement and liability is going toward Brooklyn. Uh, Again, only getting 29% of bets. So a really contrarian play, a fade-the-trendy dog. That's a very trendy dog with the Kings. The obvious play is take the Kings plus the points. What's going on here? Uh, this is a tired spot for Sacramento. We talked about last night how uh, the, the Clippers really pulled away late where the uh, the Warriors were the tired team. Well, same thing here. Uh, you have Sacramento playing their second game in two days. It's a back-to-back. They're playing their third game in four days, and they're in the middle of a four-game road trip. So that's kind of a tough schedule spot for the Sacramento Kings whereas the Nets last played the 14th versus the Kings playing the 15th. So Nets are rested at home, ready to go. Sacramento Kings are tired in a back-to-back, third and four days, four-game road trip. Uh, I'm going to go with the Nets here in this one. It just really speaks to me as a Faye the Trendy Dog. Uh, Look at defensively. Kings are the better offense, but defensively, the Nets are number 12 defensive efficiency, and Sacramento is number 25. So, again, why is this line opening as a Nets short favorite becoming more of a Nets favorite? Despite the fact that everyone's betting Kings, tells me the Nets are the play tonight, guys. I'm on the Nets at minus 140. So there you have it, a quick and quick and dirty, dirty podcast here. Six pack, Illinois, Penn State uh, with the points. Tennessee under in college hoops. Seattle in the LA Kings on the money line in hockey, and then the Nets on the money line uh, in the NBA. Uh, before we get out of here, real quick, uh, if you uh, enjoy the pods, if we've uh, had a pretty good week here, three straight winning days. If you're excited about March Madness, uh, if you've become more of a contrarian better, a data driven better, and the pod has helped you at all along in your sports betting journey, and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding the data driven philosophy every single day, then there's one thing I ask of you buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. Got everything I've learned in the industry how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action how to go contrarian, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick up a copy, it would make me very happy. It would make my day. Uh, And it's also got some good nuggets to hopefully make you happy and help you cash uh, some bets. But uh, if you're going to pick one up, I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Uh, With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, sadly I won't see you in Vegas because I was there last year, but I'm sticking around in Boston. i got a big DraftKings uh, big party here uh, in March Madness uh, show the sweat on Saturday. But whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun, down in Connecticut, the Encore, uh, Plain Ridge Park Casino, the MGM Springfield, betting on our apps from our couch in Massachusetts, legally, I might add, uh, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest shoes possible is found at the South Point, or, of course, I wish, a little, little FOMO, I wish I was there today at Circa. I bet the book is absolutely popping right now. Uh, but Sweating Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of, end of the night, the Mandalay Bay of the Superbook, wherever it may be. You're going to show me some nice tickets from last night. Four and one plus 2.1 units. Show me a Clippers ticket, an Islanders ticket, a Utah Valley, and a Central Florida, baby. Whatever you do, don't show me Nevada and do not show me Take Me Home Country Roads. I was so amped for WVU to start the day. They're looking good, and they completely blow it down the stretch. Uh, I'm very uncharacteristic uh, of a WVU team. But that's all right, guys. Uh, the madness has just begun. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money when every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game, and if we can find that sweet spot consistently, be disciplined enough to lay off when it doesn't match and get down, fearless but disciplined when it does, uh, find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet. Avoid parlays. Get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the Madness, everyone. I'm sorry if you're looking for a uh, you know, a 35-minute pod, but uh, hopefully you guys will appreciate it because if I'm busy, I know you're busy. Not a lot of time today, and we all got to be glued to our TVs. So uh, let's, uh, let's see if we can have a nice opening day uh, to March Madness. Sweats on sweats on sweats. There's nothing like it, guys. Uh, good luck with your brackets. Good luck with your plays. And as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great day, everyone. Good luck.